Wake up, it's draft day. Welcome to Frustration Nation, the FN podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. On this podcast, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Detroit fan, Shane Westwood, and I'm here with my miserable co-host and Chicago fan, Kyle George. Kyle, what do we got going this week? Tonight is the draft. Lions have the third pick. Bears don't pick at all. Does it matter? Who cares? The Lions suck and the Bears will. And coronavirus has screwed us over yet again. Thanks, Mr. COVID. You can go home now. All right. It's our live draft episode. Here oh, we go. Oh, oh, oh. This is exciting. This is new for us. We're doing a live react. Obviously, this won't be posted live. Yeah, and it's only episode eight. Right into it. Yeah, we're doing everything. <laughs> we're just jumping in. But right um, up front, before it starts, we've got like a minute to go before we all boo Roger Goodell. Shane, mm. COVID-19 decided to bend Shane over and screw him. I am in trouble. Yeah, we're going to see how this goes. Um, so my office is being closed because of the virus. So I was planning to record there. I've recorded every week there. So I am at home in my basement next to the washing machine, recording on my tablet. So we're going to see how this goes. I'm like the NFL GMs. I'm having to do this remotely, or at least remotely from where I normally do. And yeah, this will be interesting. So bear with us. And I had a glass of milk before this, and I just poured my Coke into that glass of milk, so I have, like, milky Coke. So we're going, yeah. going well so far. <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Roger's coming up, and then we're on the clock, right? First pick? I believe so. Right now, Michael Irvin is spitting some nonsense in his fancy red suit. He's got a polka dot tie and a, red, a striped red shirt. He looks like nice. Uh, he looks like a bad uh, ambassador for IU. <laughs> <laughs> does, does IU have ambassadors? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably not for the draft, really. For the NFL draft, <laughs> IU is here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they don't have any players here, do they? Probably. I don't know. The only IU football player I've ever been aware of is Jordan Howard. Oh yeah. Which makes sense because he's a bear. Or was. was. Yeah. Was a bear. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I think, I, I think we're starting. They're, they're Here still, we go. They, they're still showing things from <laughs> Vegas because it was supposed to be in Vegas. So we're like in virtual Vegas right now. Of course, Peyton Manning right. opening it. Good old Peyton. I actually didn't know he would be opening it. That's kind of cool. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't either. Dude, I'm honestly a little bummed about the whole Vegas thing because you saw the picture of how it's supposed to be like the floating pl- platform thing. Did you see that? I haven't seen that, actually, no. So this was like the live they were supposed to do originally, just the regular draft? Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to do the right, yeah, the regular draft. Oh, Kobe moment. They're just mm-hmm. recapping, like, the year in sports so far, which has been real sucky and non-existent. Yeah, this is the worst year of sports <laughs> ever, which is also, I had this thought today, a terrible time to start a sports podcast, but we already started, so we're going to keep going. It's the best time because we had, we had time on our hands, or at least I did because I'm not working like That's you are. That's true. 
and I do now because we might be closed <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> That's a good point. True. No, but at some point, Google Google what the Google the sketch for the NFL draft platform that was supposed to be for tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking that up now. So it's an it's the platform inside. It's not the building or whatever, right? Let's no, see. it's outside on like, I want to say it's at the Bellagio and it's like on the big fountain out there. It was an out going to be outside. Yeah. They had this like huge, this huge fountain thing. I don't know how oh, it weird. Is. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Do you see it? It looks like the baseball. Tr- it looks like the world series trophy. <laughs> it's like with all the fountains. Yeah. But dude, I thought that was, that was legit. I, I so badly wanted to see them do that. That would have been so cool. That would have been cool. Uh, yeah, never, I can't remember seeing something like that. And they were they were going to be bringing people to and from stage on boats. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That's a. <laughs> Think how much more entertaining this would have been than what we've got going. That's actually pretty sweet. On boats, like uh-huh. rowboats. I have no. I have no idea. <laughs> You just, <laughs> like, on paddle boats, like, you're <laughs> kicking with the pedals or whatever. Here comes Tua. He's paddling or paddling a canoe or something. It's like the last test <laughs> for so stand- many options. The last test for stamina <laughs> to get to the, right. the stage. You got, like, an offensive lineman who can't even get to the stage. I guess he's not eligible. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> or, like, uh, oh, what am I thinking? Of? Oh, a steamboat. <laughs> just... Anyway. Yeah. This is, yeah. 2020 NFL draft presented by Lowe's. This podcast is not presented by Lowe's. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Frick Lowe's. We were sponsored by Home Depot. I'm brought to you by Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Lowe's. <laughs> the official slogan. Man, this is weird. I'm wondering, like, have you seen the NFL GMs as far as, like, some of them are changing? Like, is it Schneider is the GM of the Seahawks is, like, changing his house? He's taking out walls and stuff for this. And, what? like, I wonder, yeah, to, to do this from okay. home. I don't know if he's got a bunch of scouts or whatever. I mean, you can't, right? It's probably just him at his house. So, I don't know if he wants a cool know. backdrop or what. But I don't know about the GMs, but I know all the players have, like, their families. And then I think there's, like, one or two cameramen that the NFL sent there. Because in some of the video of them, you mm. see them with face masks on. And at first you'd be like, why would they need to be wearing face masks? But if they have other people uh, from outside their house, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Weird. You know what other thought I had is I wonder if as a Lions fan, a team who's wanting to trade back, um, and we're just, yeah, we can just talk in before this happens. We'll kind of cut back. Boo. We have some news, but boo. Roger Goodell just showed up. I don't care how sincere he is about COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, booing Goodell is one of the greatest traditions of the draft. <laughs> I wonder if they have, like, just – they have speakers play in the booth. <laughs> Can't not boo Roger Goodell. He's clearly reading off a teleprompter. Nice. That's true. He is – the one part that, I mean, at least he's calling out and saying, like, thank you to the, like, all the healthcare providers on the front lines and everything. And, yeah, I mean, that part. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, yeah. In yeah, fact, this, this, this episode part. is, like, for all of you. <laughs> Since I know yeah. we have a large audience so far in our eighth episode. Yep. All of you. This is for the fans. 
I'm trying to get I but anyway, the whole thing with GMs, I feel like I'm having all this trouble. I wonder how many GMs are freaking out right now trying to like <laughs> sign into their Wi-Fi or so, you know. Yeah. I mean, you would think they'd be prepared, but <laughs> for no. Some of these guys are dinosaurs and if they don't you wonder like did their scouts do all of that for them and now Jerry they have Jones. to do it and you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining Jerry Jones like <laughs> Do I go on Google or what's Google? Here? What's the Google? Is this on the Facebook? <laughs> Can you see <laughs> over like next to Goodell's right elbow? There's like, it looks like a Ditka bobblehead that he has. Yeah. What is, well, just cut away to, yeah, I couldn't see what that was. Maybe it is. Is that from like the NFL office or is it's gotta be from his home, right? I don't Everybody's know. at home. I but think. clearly my TV is behind yours because it just got away from me now. <laughs> well, that's going to be great. <laughs> Things are going well. So wait, yours is behind mine or mine's behind yours? I feel like mine's probably behind because I'm on my phone. I mean, I'm I'm using YouTube TV. Oh, wow. So we're both streaming. Let me try to use YouTube TV because I actually have YouTube I, Premium. So let me I see have if I Harry Connick Jr. singing right now. Okay, let me see if I can find that. So but so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. Well, this isn't. I just went to one, and they're still booing Goodell. So that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty far back. All right. All the ramparts we watch. Man, that Mike Connick Jr. singing to looks nice. When are we going to afford a mic like that? Must be nice to have a mic. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have a mic right now. <laughs> I'd take anything. <laughs> so you're just on YouTube or YouTube TV is a separate app? It's a separate app. Well, to the app store I go. <laughs> we are I, nothing you, if not prepared you can, on frustration of... <laughs> Just hey, just so you know, in case you didn't put this together, just because you download and get a free trial of YouTube TV or whatever doesn't mean that we're going to be in sync still because we're still oh, both streaming it. Yeah. yeah, I would just keep watching on what you just were keep watching. watching what I'm watching. It'll be fine. Yeah, it works. You'll just be probably a little ahead of me, and that's fine. I've got if any- showing pictures of people right now, and it showed a post office worker just now. So you may be a few seconds behind if you just get that. I just had an old veteran shaking his arms in the air. <laughs> Why are you laughing at our veterans, Shane? <laughs> just your description of him was <laughs> not like waving his arms, shaking his arms like he's having some kind of... He was. He, was, he wasn't waving. He's like, he was oh, like okay. he's pumping both arms. Oh, I, st- I just saw him. Yeah, he's shaking his arms. <laughs> That's not a wave. All right. So I'm behind you, behind you then. Okay. Officially, right. Shane's behind me. All right. So when are we going to get to the picks? I always forget with All the right, draft everyone. how long. For, li- until... for the live draft, we have our first commercial break. Nice. You know what the worst part? I was just thinking about this recently with NFL that I don't miss is the whole just – I'd have to look and see like how much what the commercials are com- now compared to earlier, but the whole somebody scores, you have a commercial break, then you kick off and then have a commercial break too. Oh, I hate that. It's getting to be so saturated where I wonder like what are you going to do with advertising? Like are you going to play? One thing they started doing is 
having commercials up in a window while they still had the game on the screen. Um, oh, okay. Or the other way around. Maybe the game is up in a window. Oh, I like um, it when they do that. Yeah. I like, I like when they do that. I'd be f- I'm all yeah. for like the free marketing, like the free market idea of America and like advertising everything. And some, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. I want to see the game. To and cut away from the game is yeah, yeah. I like it when they have it side by side. But hey, I was gonna say, or while, even yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. while these ads are oh, that's a yummy Reese's ad. But while these ads are going, I just thought I'd say, <laughs> I just thought I'd go ahead and kind of give an outline for everyone, uh, the listeners, of what we're doing. So. This is probably going to be unlike a lot of other uh, live draft reactions you might hear um, because we're not going to go through every single pick of this draft um, because, frankly, Shane and I only care about the Lions and the Bears and the Lions pick third. So we're going we're gonna to carry you guys through the first five, maybe ten, somewhere in there, picks of the draft. And Shane and I have some some fun segments or games planned for after and basically we'll be in and out kind of updating you on what's going on in the draft but then we will also be uh playing our games doing our segments and just kind of having a good time mm-hmm. overall um yep so saying this out loud now sounds kind of funny that we're going to be updating you as we go since this is not going to be um posted live <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... that's, that's a good point yeah <laughs> i guess just maybe if you want to know what our reactions are if yeah. we come back from a segment and have a reaction you can know when in the draft we were having that but shane and i just like to pretend that we're way more professional than we actually are (laughs) yeah and if you can't tell this is our first time doing a live react podcast like we said so we're figuring it out we hope to in the future do like eventually do like live game feeds and reactions of us first we need to get Mm -hmm. A camera that can withstand a live feed and we would need to get like us together because we record <laughs> mo- remotely listeners um so shane actually shane actually lives out in wuhan china and so for him it's like the middle of the night yeah that's why i just coughed i might yeah. <laughs> oh good they brought dr fauci right. on well, that's good Hey, when we get to the Lions pick, since I'm just now, I'm still on a commercial, mm-hmm. give me a second before you laugh at me <laughs> so I can at least see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Be like, I'll hear in the background, like, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> we draft gonna, the tight gonna, end again. I'm going to try to react anyway, in some way. That <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will I'll, see what happens. I'll, yeah. I'll probably just take my headphones out. <laughs> I'm gonna be so on edge. What if All right. what if what if they were like with a third pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions, wait a second, we have a last minute announcement. Trevor Lawrence has declared that he is available for this draft. The Detroit Lions oh. select Trevor Lawrence. That would be I don't even know what I would think. Honestly, <laughs> same probably the same as with Tua, but just more confused. But yeah. And if you've listened to a fans our previous episode where we talk about um kind of what we want to see out of the draft more so more and more I've been thinking I want to move back I think the only way you win with this pick if you're the Lions is by moving back um, yeah. or taking Tua but that's never going to happen I guarantee they're not taking a quarterback so you need to move back well because Okuda I know I've been seeing is the best value pick probably at three 
But yeah, if you have the Lions, to stay at three. Yeah. The Lions are good at cornerback. Like they don't need cornerback's not their greatest need. Well, yeah, and that, what frustrates me is, I mean, we do need a quarterback now. No, it's not corner, our biggest cornerback. Need. Right. Yeah. So and we do need one, but not. It's not our worst need. Okay. But we, um, we did. We didn't need one until we traded <laughs> Darius Slay, and now <laughs> we need one. So my thing would be, I just hate. Like I get maybe you improve from a contract standpoint or something, but mm-hmm. trading away one of the top ten corners in the league to just go around turn around and draft one at number three would kill me. Like you're going to be objectively worse next year at that position. Now. Oh my goodness! You, just wait until on your screen you see all these Bengals fans. It literally looks like Tiger King. Where are they even showing fans at? Where can they find? You'll see it. Oh. They'll put it. Is this the screen with all the other mini screens? Yes. So these are just fans in their homes. How do Apparently, they pick these fans? I don't know. Could I be on the wall for the Lions? <laughs> I would love I to be on the what... wall for the Bears, but the Bears don't even pick tonight unless they trade up. Which, by the way, think... just on that, yeah, I, I, was gonna ask I have no idea. Ryan Pace likes to pull, pull tricks out of his hat. I will be shocked if that happened. Boo. boo i don't even see him yet but, but boo but i would also be super excited yeah that'd make things really interesting oh man yeah who are these fans is there an application process to get on i'm still looking at the fans you're probably <laughs> are you serious yeah oh my goodness this is okay, gonna be so a big the... problem <laughs> <laughs> i may just go to like i may come off the video would that you, might, be best? you might just need to go sit with your family upstairs and tell them to be quiet with the TV on. <laughs> Keep the kids quiet. I'm watching the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go. If the stream's not working, um, oh, that that's well. fun. They had they had a whole thing where they had people send in um, videos of them booing Goodell, and so he just turned around to the screen and had all these people booing him. Did they really? Yeah. Like in the but okay, they had like personality personalities like Michael Strahan was on there. <laughs> okay, I love when people own stuff like that. So I yeah, that. that's funny. Yeah, I'm just going to like a live draft track. Whoa! Cincinnati oh. Bengals are on the clock. So I wonder I've who heard, they're going to pick. Don't know, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard rumors that they've already informed Joe Burrow that he's the number one pick. Really? So we'll see if that's true. But uh, yeah. So I, heard they're gonna, I heard they're going to pick go. Carson Palmer. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good transition. Let's go. Okay. I, my thought was maybe with his first couple picks, as the Bengals are on the clock, it'd be fun to uh, bring up some past history with the Bengals. So I took some notes here. Um, so about the Bengals, since 1992, they've selected four quarterbacks in the first three picks of the NFL draft, thir- first 35 picks. Four quarterbacks in the first 35 picks since 1992. So Joe Burrow this year will be the fifth, assuming he's who's picked. Um, but if they take a quarterback, that would be the, the fifth. Um, and they have not been very successful at it, um, at least with some of them. So David Klinger, 1992, and Akili Smith. Never heard of them. Were both 30. number th- or David Klinger and then Akili Smith was third overall in 1999. The next quarterback taken in that draft was Dante Culpepper. Um, the Carson Bengals Palmer, drafted Dante Culpepper. 
No, he was the quarterback taken after Achilles oh, Smith. I'm sorry. So they okay, sorry. could have drafted Dante Culpepper. Um, and I believe Donovan McNabb was drafted the pick before by the Eagles. <laughs> um, so Carson Palmer is actually who you just mentioned, probably the best parallel because he was the best, the first overall pick in 2003. Uh, and there were three other quarterbacks drafted in that round. Can you name one of them? A, t- a close tie to your team. <laughs> drafted in the first round of 2003. Hmm. It would be Rex Grossman. <laughs> so um, the others were Byron Leftwich and Kyle Bowler. So Carson Palmer Byron probably Leftwich. was a good pick considering his peers. No offense to Rex Grossman, but just considering that. So that wasn't a bad pick for the Bengals. And then Andy Dalton in 2011 was the other one. He was the second round, number 35 overall. Yeah, I assume Dalton had been. Mm -hmm. So I asked my, I had asked my family before this. I just said, hey, do you think, like, what are the chances that Bengals take Chase Young? Only because I don't, Hmm. I know they were shopping Dalton, but I don't think they ever got a taker. So, as of now, Andy Dalton is still a quarterback for the Bengals. So, the question I had was just like, yeah. since they have Dalton, do they just take Chase Young? Since a lot of people have rated him as the number one overall talent. Yeah, even if you – because then you wonder, are you in contention to get Lawrence or some other quarterback next year? And True. you just say that Young is the best player available in this draft. I think they would take a quarterback this year, especially because I just mentioned they've drafted a lot of quarterbacks in the first – around recently yeah um, i don't know what how the, sure the bears have translates to. but yeah so i don't know that's an interesting question i mean have the lions not drafted a lot of quarterbacks in the first round i feel like the lions would be another team that has done that well uh, stafford was number one overall and all okay. um joey harrington in 2002 was number three overall he was trash um, <laughs> but i think other than that i don't know that they've drafted one in the first round like when you think of like kitna and some of the other guys right um they were all later picks i think kitna is a classic yeah that's the one good thing about kitna at least we didn't waste a first round pick on somebody like (laughs) (laughs) kitna goes down as like one of my worst lions in memory just because he was the quarterback when i really became a fan and i was just so frustrated with him wasn't he the quarterback of the 08 team i believe he quarterbacked that whole year yeah okay uh this and, is or no? Would that have been? Sorry, real quick. This is so interesting because so they're showing Joe Burrow's screen, and they just are like, it's it's interesting because you see him and his parents, and the camera is on them watching their phones, and so it's gonna be interesting. Like, are they gonna have that their reaction first? Before... Right? Are they gonna jump up and down, and then we hear the pick? Yeah, that's funny. I mean, it's serious. That's a serious like question here too. Right. And does the team has the team informed the league of who they're taking, so that they can focus on that person's screen during? Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they're focusing on Burrow because the Bengals have already told them. You know what I'm saying? Are they showing other people? Or because I'm not on the video right now, are they even showing other screens? All I'm seeing is they'll show the Bengals head coach. They'll show whatever analyst is talking, and then they'll show Joe Burrow's screen. And they're not showing anybody else. Can you imagine what fail that would be if you show Joe Burrow the whole, whole time and then they pick somebody else? <laughs> oh Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why this yeah. is all so interesting, how they're handling this. This whole thing is just going to be really weird. Yeah, ton, I have just tons of questions how this will work. You I had, mean, I know yeah, you had putting some putting lots of money about, into this, but – 
you had yeah. some interesting thoughts or ideas about what could go wrong or what could happen, didn't you? Yeah. So like, I guess I'm obviously I'm assuming, and I know that they put a lot of money and time into this. So it's, they're going to get the best available, but just with this being virtual by nature, there's questions I have as far as like security, like what happens if somebody hacks into the draft? Like could I, could yep. somebody hack uh, Jerry Jones or somebody like I just hope hack it a, happens. Just hack a GM's computer and draft a kicker in the first round. Can you imagine? Um, like how do you dispute that? Because in older drafts, a team would call and try like one team. I've, I forget which team this was. When I was looking at previous drafts. They called over the phone and they said, "We're not taking this player. We're taking him." And they only the phone cut out. They only heard the first part. Oh, and no. they drafted the wrong player, and they, the league didn't let them reverse it because you'd have to redo the whole draft at that point. Uh, you can't. Oh my! So what happens? Yeah, if, if that was probably the Bears. Happen, that was probably the Bears in 2017. They said we're not taking Mitch Trubisky. We're we taking are taking Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Dang it! But yeah, that's a good question. Like, say that happens, and you continue on with the draft. You can't undo that later on. Uh, I mean, I assume there's some way yeah. to raise a flag and say, hey, I had an issue and just pause the draft. But, yeah, it's a question I had is, you know, or like we talked about Wi-Fi connection and things like that. Yeah. Um, what if your computer crashes or your Wi-Fi is slow? Like, is it like fantasy football? You just dra- switch to auto draft mode and um, like whatever you get is what you get, you know, and that might be an improvement for the Lions. But uh, other teams probably <laughs> want to act- actually make their picks. Right. So just questions like that. Like, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see some hiccups in the first round. Just I've heard with the the virtual the virtual draft like trials and things that they've done, they've had issues, and I don't know that you can work out all these issues hmm. in time. So I don't know. It's interesting. Well, I'm interested. The pick to see. is in. All right. Let's see. Okay, the pick is in. They're showing Burrow's Heisman Trophy speech, which oh, doesn't. Man. That's got to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do that for all picks or just because they've already maybe been informed about this one. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if showing this Heisman Trophy speech means they chose him or not. <laughs> it's not clear I mean, to me yet. This is just so weird. Joe Burrow's uh, resemblance with Macaulay Culkin is really unfunny. It's hilarious. <laughs> I thought that too when he was even at Ohio State, and now that he's become a major player, it's just that much funnier. All right, hipster, you thought of, you thought of it before <laughs> was, everyone else. <laughs> I thought of that before anyone knew who he was. <laughs> that was my joke first. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny though, being a fan of the Big Ten and Michigan, knowing him as a backup quarterback who couldn't win a job, and then now he's the number one overall pick and the Heisman yeah. winner. It's just it bizarre. Is. Let's see. Yeah, so the Bengals pick is in, and the Redskins are officially on the clock. But are they on the clock? Okay, because according to the NFL, I'm on the NFL app, and it says they're on the clock. But I still have yet to see them announce who the Bengals picked. Hmm. Has the clock been extended at all, or is it? I want. Oh, they're announcing it now. Hold on. Joe Burrow. Wow. There he is. I mean, everyone assumed, but it is, yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Do you want to know something? Yeah. What's that? 
I saw Joe Burrow made a little boo-boo. I don't know if everyone's going to notice this or not or had noticed this, but you, I saw him holding a hat in his hand. Like he was kind of holding it down between his legs. So it was like closer to the floor. But on the back of the hat, you could see the NFL logo and the color was orange. And if you, I don't know if you've seen the draft hats that they're having, but they're like all black with the team's primary color, like highlighting or in the stitching, creating the logo. Yeah. So the minute I saw him holding that hat, I was like, yeah, he's going to the Bengals. Let me know as soon as possible if you see Tua holding in a blue hat. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Redskins. So I'm, yeah, just on a tracker now. Got six minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. I see Tua holding a green and yellow hat. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Uh, F me if that happens. I don't, I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> But at this point, I'm banking on them having a bad quarterback because they can't have three exactly. great quarterbacks in a row. It's you would not hope. Cool. Not cool. You got to have at least a few down years. <laughs> like when Deshaun Kaiser was there and uh, he backed yeah, but he was the back Rodgers. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is the kind of player I hope is their starter for at least a couple years. What if, they, what if yeah. they had uh, – <clears throat> like what if next year like Rodgers breaks his collarbone again or whatever – and then mm. they get the first pick in the draft and take Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I, uh, that's like the Patriots, too. They may be in a situation where they're not great this year, and they just reload. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if that happens, I'm going to ask you to take me out back and shoot me. We'll have some interesting conversations on the podcast if that does happen. <laughs> okay, here's a note I had made about the Redskins while they're still on the clock. Um, so past draft failures, I've kind of been reading up on old drafts. I mentioned the one where the wrong one was picked based on a phone call. Um, mm-hmm. So the Redskins actually drafted a player twice, and that player never played for them. So just really quickly, I'll share the story that I found that was just hilarious. And I'm hoping that they fail this badly again so the Lions can take Chase Young. But in 1946, the Redskins had the eighth overall pick and picked defensive player Cal Rossi. Nice. But then they find out that he wasn't eligible to leave college yet because he was a junior. And so at that time, only, I guess, graduating seniors could be drafted. So he was ineligible, and their pick was just lost. Oh, that um, sucks. They liked him so much, though, that the following year they said, yeah, if he's available, again, we'll take him. Right. So the following year they choose to draft him again, but he had already decided to join the Navy and never played professional football. <laughs> so, <laughs> And he had already said that before oh the my second goodness. draft. He so, said it before and they still drafted him? Yeah, who are your scouts? Oh, my like, word. What? Do you not have scouts who Look, even consider reaching out to this guy either time? Oh, my. What what decade was this? The 50s? <laughs> the 40s. So this was right after. Yeah, so he oh joined the Navy based on, like, after the war and everything, just that climate. So I don't oh know if it was, like, a last-minute change. The Redskins pick is in. Cal Rossi, number three. <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting to me too is i always like to compare picks um maybe it's unfair but whenever i think of redskins high draft picks you got to compare this to the number two pick with roger or rg3 yeah. um which was who a was, huge bust but who was picked above rg3 that, that was luck it was luck oh, okay that's right that's right which i love when it's which it kind of was setting up to be with Tua burrow 
But right. like when you had uh, you had Wentz and Goff, you know, like when you have two quarterbacks who are going to both go high, maybe it's fair or unfair. Mahomes but, and Watson. Yeah, and Trip. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I purposely <laughs> did not bring him up. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I did. Yeah, thank but you. Maybe it's unfair, but because they're going to obviously different teams, different situations, but two quarterbacks who are drafted closely together are always compared. And so Robert Griffin, him and Luck actually both had injury problems. But Yeah, the, they're both out of the yeah. league, which is crazy. It is weird, yeah. They um, literally just showed a comp to Joe Burrow with Ryan Tannehill, which does not bode well. Is that a compliment? Or? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is the show? A t- Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, which was decent, what? but st- but still, no. we're seeing a lot of parallels to John Kitna here. What? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, this is so interesting. So now they're interviewing Burrow, but I'm curious because the Redskins pick is in. So are they going to not? announce this until after maybe they don't announce till the next one's on the clock like maybe they they have a maybe i wonder if they have a delay so they've already the lions are on the clock oh man yeah maybe <laughs> they have to wait until yeah maybe they're kind of recording both separately and then just pasting that in after right could be so the other thing that's interesting about this is, is the more i think about this the more i realize that at least for the first several picks here, they had to have – they must have had teams already tell them because because they have – I just keep thinking about this. They have these draft hats that they're supposed to wear. Do you have, and, like, a whole table full of hats? And I don't know. Like, well, that's what I'm wondering. Right. Like, did they send them 32 hats? That's why I wonder if they recorded this and actually – what if they actually did the whole draft a while ago and didn't leak it, and now they're just posting it? Maybe these players were picked 20 minutes ago, you know? That would be absolutely wild if they were able to pull that off without any type of interference Leaks or, anything. or anything. Yeah, and then one of the players goes up and tweets, hey, picked by them, and he does like five picks after where you think you're alive, you know? Yeah. Listeners, yeah, you, really know this, you know this is live, so I'm about to have a conversation with my wife that you can listen in. Hold on a second. <laughs> what do we need? Pull-ups for the toddler. <laughs> uh, did you check the diaper bag? Yeah. If they're not in there, we might have to go out and get some. Yeah, so our toddler is working on potty training. She's honestly doing really well other than overnight. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. How's your toddler doing on potty training? Overall, terrible. <laughs> <We've>... <laughs> um, no, we haven't really done much with them yet as far as trying to. Um, we're kind of figuring out how we're going to do that. <laughs> gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, every kid's different. Yeah. For now, our strategy has been to just, we bought him underwear, just put that on over his clothes. So he gets, he oh, just has, yep. fun, has fun wearing the underwear. That's about <laughs> as far as we've got. <laughs> so now he likes wearing them, but yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out by the time he's five, at least. Washington Redskins select Chase Young. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it, you knew you it was see probably that coming, did you? Right. 
I mean, you figure that was probably going to happen, but there was still that slim chance he would fall to three, but that's gone. Hmm. I, to be honest, I'm seeing <clears throat> his family, and I'm not even entirely sure which one is Chase Young, but I, I think I figured it out. <laughs> that's funny. I'm just legitimately no, just, know which one he looks like. Yeah. Is his hair, like, colored still, or is it, like, orange he, or no? Yeah, okay. That's what I thought it was. I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> on the clock dude I would how, be how are normally, you doing right now are you like sweating I was actually going to say I normally would be more nervous than I am I think part <laughs> of it just with the setup and the format way it is now I'm just like trying to make sure everything works so I'm not as focused as I might be normally what? but if we screw this up I'm still prepared to go on a on a rant Dude, what if the Lions trade back to the Bears and then the Lions aren't picking until the second round? What? That'd be – I mean, I'd be happy at, from a – actually, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I do want to trade back, but you can't trade that far back. Oh, I want to trade absolutely. to, like – I want to stay in the top ten. If we could move to five or seven or something like that, switch with Miami I, or maybe I really the Chargers. Th- I really think there's a very high pro- – possibility of Detroit trading their pick to the Dolphins I think if we had competent a competent GM there's a high possibility what I think is going to happen is that we're going to draft Okuda right now okay and then do you think Tua will fall to Miami then because four is the Giants yeah yeah the Giants are going to take an offensive lineman probably a tackle I think okay from what I've seen they're not going to take a quarterback um the only thing is if I'm Miami I'm not trading up to the Lions just to make sure you get Tua because yeah the the Lions aren't going to take him and the Giants are going to take him so if you're waiting for Tua there's no reason to trade up or you offer something really small but honestly if they offer the Lions we'll switch picks with you and we'll give you a the 60th whatever overall pick like you're going to give you a third or fourth rounder I still make that trade because on to on the other side of that coin if you want Okuda Mm -hmm. or you want uh brown or somebody like that you can get them at five so there's no, literally no reason to not trade to five no matter right. what the price is if you can get it the lions so, only have like two minutes left to enter their pick oh man auto draft time <laughs> which would probably be <laughs> Tua. so let's knowing the lions they're probably calling okuda or the the uh dolphins or uh Tua and they're just having like phone disconnecting issues which is why they haven't had their pick entered yet <laughs> oh now it's in now it's in oh, at the two minute mark Bob Quinn's or uh, Matt Patricia's trying to figure out how he can use his pencil to send a pick in <laughs> yeah oh here's the toddler I was talking about earlier can you say hi 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the lines are going to do right now yeah does she want to pick can you say that again? Yes, yeah, there's the cat. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the cat. <laughs> Lions are cats, so I was very smart of you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, is she interested in a GM position? <laughs> <laughs> I would be the interested in, in her to have a GM position because that means I'll be set for like retirement <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. Has there been a female NFL GM or no? I, know I don't know, is, obviously, but I don't know. Can't I don't know if there's been female GMs for any sport 
in, in like pro sports. Hmm. I'm just waiting now. Okay, now the nerves are starting to kick in a little bit. Cause it said <laughs> pick is in for a long time. They haven't oh, shown man. screens of anybody, which is interesting because because maybe that that's shows, the first time you don't know. You know. Yeah, that shows yeah. you that the first two were guaranteed to be <laughs> Burrow and Young. All right, there's Patricia. He's got a pencil in his hat. Oh man. And there's Bob Quinn and his bowl bowl haircut. Bob Quinn looks like a thumb with hair. <laughs> like one of those uh, thumb things from the Spike, oh, Spike Kids. Spike yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Third pick. I am so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm not going to say anything. <clears throat> but the pick's in. We didn't trade. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, man. Did you hear who it is? Oh, man, yes. <laughs> okay so you said this earlier <laughs> jeff okuda everybody yeah jeff okuda i think he after those two are gone if you're not going to take Tua, he's the best value pick at three yeah but the fact that you picked him at three is still a failure in this draft and i said this earlier on a podcast too it's easy to say trade back you can't always find something but i promise you there was somebody who offered you to trade back even if all you pick up is an extra fifth round pick like, you had a chance to trade back for something. And if you could have went back to the Dolphins and picked up a fifth rounder mm-hmm. or $100,000 or a gift card to Denny's, like, if you can get anything <laughs> to move back to five, it's literally a free reward because Okuda's still going to be there at five. So, my so, okay, so what was the Lions' – what was the biggest need they had? Like, if you could pick any player, any position, what was the biggest need they had? Besides coach or GM, I'd say our <laughs> biggest need. Honestly. I don't know if you can draft those. Uh, it'd be nice, right? I'd say probably defensive line, honestly. Okay. Our defensive line was just atrocious last year. So and like Chase Young would have been a good pick. He would have been awesome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing is, like, Okuda, we, we need a corner. And I love Okuda as a corner and as a talent. I just hate picking him at three. If he's, if he's not the next Charles Woodson, you don't take a corner at three. The value, like, basically looking back, there's absolutely no way anybody looks back on this draft and says Okuda was one of the best three players taken in this draft just because the value of a corner isn't there compared maybe. to other positions. Like, maybe relative to his position, but yeah. nobody's going to look back and say he's one of the top three game changers and most significant players taken out of this draft. I mean, what I if mean, he even does? if he's Jalen – yeah, like, even if he's Jalen Ramsey, if he's a great like, – if he turns out to be one of the best corners in the league, he's still not going to be – I don't think there's any way he's one of the best three or most impactful three players in this draft. Matt Patricia just fist-bumped his kid. Hmm. Yeah. He, he needs that know. moral support. Yeah. Oh, I feel uh, bad for Bob Quinn's son. He looks just like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Just a more maybe a skinnier yeah. thumb, like a, more like the pinky with hair. <laughs> That's maybe a good thing that I don't have access to the video right now. I'd, just be, <laughs> I'd be more upset watching them celebrate like they somehow made a great pick and won this draft. The ESPN oh, very quickly just went back to Joe Burrow's family. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Let's go back to a Yeah. And I, again, I want to be clear. I, I don't hate Okuda. I he was from Ohio State. Yeah, I was going to say, we talked about that. And yeah, I have nothing. When it comes to pro football, I consider it a whole separate thing. If, if you're a good fit for the Lions and you're a good player, I don't care where you played. Um, 
but honestly, it's just it's the whole just the position, you know. Right. Picking a corner at three, I just I don't think the value is going to be there. And so, just, yeah. Sorry. So yeah. I I know you, I know you want to dwell and wallow in your misery, but the Giants <laughs> are on the clock, just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. About four and a half minutes until their pick needs to be in. Yeah, and we can we don't need to stick on the Lions that long. I mean, between I mean, the that's two the of point us, of this fandom, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's the kind of thing where I think it's a bad pick, just based on not based on maybe they couldn't have done anything else. I don't know. I don't know the situation that well, but yeah. I think it, you're not getting your value for the pick. I would have rather honestly just taken Tua at three. Hmm. Um, but it's not a surprising pick. Whereas there's been other times, like last year, even where we draft TJ Hawkinson. I know a lot of people projected him to us, but picking, I think it was eighth overall, taking a tight end in the first round is more upsetting to me. Um, and so, I don't know. I guess with this was, I guess, the most expected outcome. Let so, me say this that came to my mind right away mm-hmm. is that what's interesting is you have – Two okay, you have two defensive players from Ohio State going two and three, and everybody mm. would say that Chase Young was by far the best talent in the draft. Yeah. So my question for you, or I guess the the thing I'm bringing up is, how good is Okuda really? Because how mm. much was his play benefited by having Chase Young pressuring the quarterback up on the line? Yeah. No, you know it's a really I mean? good point. And if yeah. you were you were just saying the Lions don't have a good line, so I mean, I I know I'm sure the scouts on the Lions and everybody. I mean, it wasn't just the Lions saying Okuda was good. Right. I'm sure they would say that he had the marks of a good corner. But how how productive will he be able to be on a team that yep. doesn't have that doesn't give good pressure to the quarterback? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, like you said, you're looking a lot at just measurables, like speed, combine results and right. stuff. But the other thing is a couple issues. Not that it matters because I just don't trust our our team to <laughs> be able to evaluate talent. But you have less time with the coronavirus to see them in person and at workouts and all that. That's, um, that's an interesting point, too, with all this whole thing. And like you said, for a player who's being helped a lot by the teams he's playing against and his teammates, um, you really have to look at some other stuff that maybe you don't get as much a chance to look at this year. And another question I have is Okuda was always a very physical corner. As a Michigan fan, I would get frustrated at him because it seemed like he was there early a lot. He would Mm -hmm. be really grabby, really uh, like things that make me concerned that if the NFL calls things differently or is more, uh, more strict with things like that, then how is that going to affect his mental game? Is he going to be less aggressive? Is he going to just be less effective? Is that what made him effect? You know, I just right. have some – I don't know if I'd say huge concerns because I do think he's the best corner talent. But, again, that's another problem where if you're taking a corner at three, you need to be convinced he's going to be a Hall of Fame corner, in yeah. my mind. If you're taking a corner at three, you think he's a Hall of Famer. And I don't know that he is. Um, yeah, and I mean, at this point, only time will tell. Yeah. So the giant. This is interesting. The Giants are down to a little over a minute before. Hmm. Oh, now just saying. Now the pick is in. That's the lowest we got, though, right? Uh, that I've noticed. Yeah. Has have you ever seen or can you remember the clock ever hitting zero in any drafts? 
I don't ever remember that happening. I don't think so. I don't even know what happens if that if that happens. I don't know if it just skips to the next person. That's interesting, um, yeah. I have no idea what the rule book says on that. Um, the other question I had, because to be honest, I'm not as up on the draft as um, a lot of people are. My question uh-huh. is, is I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Like, if let's say the Giants would have traded this pick to another team, does that team now have? Um, like what? How much time do they have then to make their pick? You know what I'm saying? Right. Does the clock on them start immediately, or is do you continue? Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure actually. And I don't. I I, I think it's interesting too to watch teams have a. Um, I think it's interesting to watch teams go linger when it's their turn because it almost is implying that they're like maybe calling several people. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Trying to check in with anybody else that might want to trade up for them. I mean, really, if you think about the Giants, since two is still on the board, there's probably a lot of motivation to trade back for them because they don't, they, with Daniel Jones being drafted last year, the theory of him being the, the quarterback of the future for them, there's no need to draft Tua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense to me. But like you said, I feel like it's a lot of it's just the production. Yeah. Like I feel like the, the Bengals, maybe if the Bengals in it this year, there's definitely been times where as soon as you're live, you're like, hey, our card's already in. We know what we're doing because we're picking number one. You know, there's no option to do anything else. But I feel like they obviously still wait that same amount of time, even though the pick was in. Um, just for the TV, you know, because <laughs> you Giants, don't want to. The Giants general manager looks like he just moved in. Like the walls. <laughs> yeah, right. He has like makeshift tables up with TV monitors like on them. Like a cardboard box. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a futon to- in one corner. The walls are totally <laughs> empty. That's really weird. He might be using a different facility than his house Maybe. or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing. What if you're doing this and your fire alarm goes off? <laughs> Like, just a lot of questions like that. Just logistical, you know, like logistics. Just, yeah. Andrew Thomas. Yeah. So you're in sync with me now. Yeah, because I'm I'm not watching the video. I'm just watching on uh, ESPN, not a sponsor. I don't know anything about Andrew Thomas. Do you have any comments? No, I've heard that they were looking. Are there only seven? Sorry, are there only seven minutes on the clock for picks? Or no, because, no, there? because the minute that it announces that the other oh. team's pick is in, the other team is on the clock. Oh, but gotcha. they took time to announce that pick, probably because if they did have players, if they let's say they did mail players like hats for every team, they have to give the players a second to have the moment with their family. Oh right, hat okay. on and all that stuff. That makes sense. No, okay. So to answer your question, as far as um, no, I, I guess I I've actually listened to a lot of mock draft kind of stuff just the past couple of days prepping for the show, um, and I everyone's kind of been saying that the Giants would probably take an offensive tackle if they didn't move back. But there hasn't been a lot of talk, honestly, about them moving back either. So the fact that they took an offensive tackle, I expected. But I know Tristan Wirfs, there's like, I think there's four tackles who are all graded pretty similarly by a lot of teams. Um, but 
Andrew Thomas is out of Georgia. Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. A lot okay. of people have him mock as – or have him, I guess, they name him the best tackle prospect. Okay. Um, so, I guess that's one thing. I've heard a lot of people expecting them to take Wirfs. But I guess with offensive tackle, I I... you have that many people who are that close. A lot of it – everyone has their own draft grades. And a lot of it's just like, eh, hey, we like this guy better. So, I don't get too – Hmm. I guess with quarterbacks, I focus on it more because you know the quarterback's better. But when they take one offensive tackle over another, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, I in one of our episodes, we talked about, okay, all right, David Gettleman, the Giants general manager, is in a room by himself, and he's putting on a mask. <laughs> oh, is, like a, one of those, like, safety masks. I was thinking, like, yes. a clown mask. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what kind of mask? Oh, okay, then. Um. I was just going to say, we talked in an earlier episode about um, how to a certain extent, to a certain extent, there is, um, to, to a certain extent in football compared to other sports, there's a certain level of like that the try hard, um, hard work attitude can get you far. Mm-hmm. far. And I yeah. feel like a lot of offensive tackles and guards that that is usually the case there a lot of them are usually the ones that you never heard of them or they were drafted in the sixth round or whatever and they you know put on a lot of weight and muscle during their first couple seasons or whatever they went Mm -hmm. through the ranks of the practice squads and eventually made their way up to like number two on the depth chart or maybe even number one yeah so for sure i can see why it it would be tempting to take someone high i mean none of them were from my understanding, none of these tackles were as big of a deal or as for sure of a thing as Quentin Nelson was a couple years right. ago. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I think that's one of those tricky things about trading back or not. That's a good point. And I think a lot of it, like you said, is development. And so maybe you're not looking mm-hmm. for the biggest or fastest guy. Maybe, I mean, obviously it's a factor. But like you said, maybe you figure you're looking for a guy who his personality, his intelligence, what you perceive as his ability to – grasp grasp your scheme maybe things like that are more important um and i know a lot of it depends on the gm how he's grading and what he prioritizes but i agree yeah like with a quarterback or a skill position it's a lot easier to tell okay this guy just has more talent and more upside than this other guy um but with football being yeah it's so many different positions yeah it's kind of a position by position right thing Hmm. all right so do you, do you do you really think the Dolphins are going to take anybody other than Tua? I don't know, actually. I could. I know we talked about on our last episode, so I'm not contradicting myself. I still do think, yes, he's going to get picked now or maybe next pick by the Chargers, if not now. They just showed but, Tua's family on screen. Okay. But. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they'll take Tua now. I guess the past day or so, I've kind of thought more about possibilities where he could fall further. I still think he's obviously a first-round pick and a top-ten pick. But originally, I would say I never thought he would get past the Dolphins. And I don't know. Now I am more interested to see. The question for me is the Dolphins clearly – I mean, they have Josh Rosen, right? But other than – So they need a quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, No, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, is Tua going to be ready to play? Because – I know uh, he had right, this injury, yeah. and I know like there's some mixed results, mi- mixed results between 
his physical and like his combine and things like that, his workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but will he be ready to play? Because if not, you know, that's a kind of a risk you're taking as the Dolphins. If you it depends. I mean, the Dolphins, I feel like are in a position where they don't have to win next year because they just, yeah. they went full tank mode last year, even though they ended up with the fifth pick by trading away their best prospects, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I think Miami fans would allow them an extra year to get, you know, acquire the talent they need, but it would just be, it's, it's an interesting conundrum with Tua because of his injury history, how, how will that affect your pick going forward? Because I know a lot of people are high on Justin Herbert and he could possibly be, I think a lot of people say he needs to have some more development, but he, he could possibly at least health wise be more ready to start right now as opposed to Tua. Yeah, or even just a safer pick, you know. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting, too, how you mentioned, and I know the picks in for the Dolphins, so we'll interrupt when we get there. But um, it is interesting, too, that, um, yeah, I don't like you said, they just tanked last year, so you wouldn't think they'd be in win-now mode. But if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm thinking Brady just left this division, finally. Um, <laughs> this is our window, in a way, True. you know. Um so even though it doesn't here work well with pick. timing, as yeah, all right, here we go. I think it's Tua. Yep, it is. Wow. Okay. Tua. So so far it's been so far it's been pretty much like all the mock drafts. Take your beats off, son. You just got selected. <laughs> Maybe you sponsored already. <laughs> <laughs> Tua to me is a is he's an athlete that I could definitely see getting in sp- sponsorships really quickly. Oh yeah. Just the name recognition for him, I think, is even higher than Burrow. Even though Burrow, just oh, won the I totally agree. I, frankly, like, but Burrow will show up in those Heisman House commercials that they have. Yeah. Um, but I don't. But Tua, I could, ju- I could just see him in it in everything. To be honest. If anything, him being injured probably made him more nationally recognized by people who are diehard sports, diehard sports fans, because he's in the media a lot, because of his injury. So old tide. <laughs> no, and one of wasn't our no. episode earlier. Just no, wasn't our episode earlier named "Nobody Cares About Alabama." It was <laughs> so no. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins draft Tua, but anyway, like I was saying earlier, um, if I'm a Dolphins fan now, especially after seeing who they drafted, I'm thinking Tua needs to start this year, and we need to win this year. <laughs> um, well, it would be interesting. I'd be like, as a fan of another team who's sucked for a long time, I'd, I mean, I would be sick of just kicking the can, kicking it further down the field, and just being like, ah, oh, next year. This isn't our year. Next year, we'll draft. You know, it's an off year anyway. I mean, you just went full tank. And I guess as an organization, it makes sense that it's not win mm-hmm. now time. But as a fan, I'm, I'm looking at this division and your pick you just made and thinking, maybe we can win this division next year. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, the good news, the good news is that. I mean, it's weird, but for for Tua, the good news is that the NFL season could be postponed mm-hmm. with with all of the COVID nineteen stuff. And if that were the case, you know, in theory, that would give him even more time to heal and get to full health before he has to go play a full season. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I per, as a fan, obviously, am hoping the season does not get postponed in any way because I would like to watch football meaningful yeah. football as soon as possible 
But mm-hmm. yeah, it's bad enough to have NHL and NFL or and NBA suspended and possibly lose MLB the end of those right seasons too. Yeah, but if we lose if we lose the start of football, or let you know, you know don't even hate to even say this, but if we lose the whole season yeah. for college and pro football, I will be very, very, very disappointed. So a coworker of mine, uh, he was sharing with me that he heard that um, University of Illinois yeah. apparently was like subtly dropping hints to their incoming students that they should they should expect to not do in-person classes to start the year. Wow. Which is crazy. Cause that, I mean, that is, you start, you, you go towards the end of August to college and yeah. right around the end of August is the first weekend of college football. And then the, usually mm-hmm. the first weekend or second weekend in September is the first weekend of NFL football. So yeah. that's cutting really close. Um, and I know schools are going to be more cautious than yeah. other than even maybe the NFL would be. Maybe we'll have NFL games without fans while schools are still closed. But yeah, yeah. that's I mean, yeah, you're just concerned, you know, especially with uh, being such a big organization like the NFL. Right. Perception is so important that if you're seeing other things not open, you don't want to be the first one to open again, you know. Yeah. Um, if they're trying to avoid a bad perception, there's a good chance we could see a big delay. This is funny. Uh-huh. So they're they're comparing to uh to Mark Brunel and Steve Young simply because they're left-handed really for no other reason that makes sense (laughs) yeah right so here's the here's the other like notable left-handed uh i almost said pitchers quarterbacks boomer esiason who's a analyst now on cbs ken's ken stabler and michael vick and then you have mark brunel as i mentioned and uh steve young do you think it's weird when you watch football like i remember vick was like this for me and you're watching a left-handed quarterback is it like look strange to you still, or do you not? Really yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it? there's so few of them. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same. Not that I watch golf often, but you know, there's a reason yeah. that Phil Mickelson is called lefty because yeah, it's so, so strange rare. to see a lefty golfer. It's just weird. Yeah. Like yeah. baseball, I don't think anything of it because it's so common. Like half your players yeah. are switch hitters or hit left-handed. You know. Um, I, I am digging. Left, uh, Tua's wearing like a tweed tux and he has like a vest on underneath is really sharp i'm digging that look nice so you have a uh a lay or no no he's like the only one in his family that's not wearing a lay okay because i know you said his family was so that's yeah funny. everyone else is <laughs> hey everyone if you couldn't tell by our last name don't forget we're hawaiian <laughs> just in case you forgot <laughs> huh and this picks is this pick in yet yeah chargers are in okay and I'm at the point in the draft now where I don't know who's who's going. I wonder I if Justin, this probably is, Herbert. Yeah. yeah, this one is interesting to me still because Herbert or like the Lions were still looking at several defensive players that were considered by the Lions um, to be like, would they take Okuda or would they take Derek Brown or Isaiah Simmons? Like there's other guys out there. So I'm interested to see mm-hmm. when some of those guys start going because if the Lions could have traded back, and you see one of these guys go at pick 10, I'm going to be pretty irritated. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going because over okay. quarterback. They're going over quarterbacks right now. They had to take a long wait before they were mm-hmm. drafted. They started with Aaron Rodgers, 
And it's funny because from there, it pretty much goes downhill. When Aaron Rodgers, then Brady Quinn, and Geno Smith, and Johnny Manziel. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's such a... Yeah, that's about rock bottom right there already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, this is like, it's frustrating as a Lions fan because if you could have moved back, at this point, Okuda would still be on the board if you hadn't picked him. Right. Oh, um, I, yeah, I think so. The Chargers right here, maybe this is a spot where they would have taken him. I haven't heard much about it. So this would be my first pick where it's like, okay, I want to. I don't want to go far beyond this if I really want Okuda. Are you really telling me the Lions couldn't have traded their pick with the Chargers for like a sixth rounder? Right. Like th- There had to be a price you could have got. And Okuda would absolutely still be available. It's just frustrating. There must have, yeah. It just whatever the Chargers or even if they called the Dolphins, whatever they were willing to give yeah. up must just must not have been good enough for. But that's the thing is like, win. and I get that, and in theory I get that because like you're trading a small possibility, lose your guy, but I don't Justin know. It Herbert. just feels like, wow, there he is. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what he because with him going to the Chargers, who do they have on roster right now? Uh, <laughs> so I mean, is he not start? even Melvin Gordon because he's on like the Falcons now or something. Has Cam Newton declared where he's going or been signed or anything? Or no, not? Not he's yet, still floating right? out there. So I mean, the my thought was maybe the Chargers would be a good spot for Newton if you did want to draft a, dif- mm-hmm. a defensive player or something at this spot. See, um, I've heard people suggest that Newton should go to New England. That'd be crazy. But I don't <laughs> I don't see Newton's personality meshing with Belichick at all. Oh man, that'd be really weird. Yeah. But uh yeah. Huh. So yeah, I mean, with Herbert going here, I mean I assume he starts day one. Just looking at their roster and they don't sound like they have anybody who was even like a Yeah, I'm looking nobody who was even like a journeyman quarterback who could start the first couple games. I think he's gonna start game one. Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they have no one else. Unless they yeah. And I and even if you sign Cam, Cam everyone says Cam's at a point. I mean, people have said legitimately, like <coughs> the fact that Cam is still floating out there would indicate that the injuries he's had are yeah. clearly significant enough to affect his play in a significant way. Otherwise, why why would he still be out there? You know, he's mm-hmm. an MVP winning, a Super Bowl playing perennial pro bowler at a at a point quarterback why would you pass on him if injuries weren't significant and i think the upside like when he's been healthy and i'm not saying like obviously he's not going to be what he was but if he can be who he is now and be able to at least play there's so much upside with that as far as like the potential talent that his asking price must just be crazy high or something i'm surprised he hasn't been picked up the one i've been curious about is um I've wondered if the Redskins will eventually sign mm. Cam simply because Ron Rivera is the coach and yeah, exactly. not necessarily for Cam even to be uh, a starter, but even if Cam is willing, if Cam just needs a job yeah. and they, and he goes with, with Washington to even be as kind of a mentor to um, Kyle Allen or uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. 
Oh, that would be. And maybe if he did have nothing else and he knew he wasn't going to start, that could be his first choice as a backup right. just because it's Rivera. Um, and maybe he feels like he can beat those guys out based on Haskins kind of struggled a little bit. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you see that play last year where like there, Haskins like made like a big play towards the end of the game to give the Redskins basically like the sure lead? And then he was like celebrating with fans. And the so the other team got the ball back. And then they turned it over right away. And Haskins was celebrating with fans still the play he did. Oh, and so somebody he, else went and took the knee. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't ready to get on the field. Yeah. Who was it? Who was their backup? I don't even know. That's funny. Oh, no, I do. Huh. It was Case Keenum. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's everyone's backup at some point. <laughs> the Panthers pick is in. So I just looked up, by the way, Chargers quarterbacks. This is really interesting. I forgot this. Tyrod Taylor is the one on the roster oh, wow. as a quarterback, and I actually really liked him when he played. Was he? I mean, he, he was on the Bills, right? Yeah, and the Jets at one point, I think too. Okay. But yeah, I think he was drafted by the Bills, and then their second quarterback listed is Easton Stick. So yeah, they don't have anything. <laughs> Real Easton quick, Stick. while we're, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just say, the more and more I think about this, honestly, the more and more I like the Bears having traded for Nick Foles. Like, Mm. when it first happened, I honestly was a little, eh, I don't know, kind of reaction. But now that he's been, um, now that it's had some time to kind of settle and marinate in my brain a little bit, I, I really like that. I mean, I just think for the Bears trying to do a, a, in being in win now mode, Mm -hmm. um, if you're not going to get Brady, which was pretty clear they weren't because they were never really in on him, it was pretty um, – I mean, Foles is probably your next best choice to win now, especially yeah. with Cam and his injuries like we were just talking about. Contract and stuff aside, would you have taken Rivers over Foles? Oh, I forgot no? about Rivers. Uh, I mean, he went pretty early, but still. Ooh, Rivers is tricky, honestly. Um, Old man Rivers. I don't know. I don't know if he could find housing in Chicago that could fit his family. <laughs> That's a good thing to consider too. Yeah. <laughs> no, Definitely I live in the suburbs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who I think Foles is still a little younger. So if you're hoping that Foles would start for a couple years, then mm-hmm. I think it's I, I, I like Foles over Rivers. Mm-hmm. I do. Rivers yeah, is showing a lot of signs of wear and tear. And really, yeah. Foles, I know everyone's like, yeah, well, Foles got beat out by Minshew. Yeah, well, Foles also broke his collarbone or whatever. To yeah, start that the wasn't. Season. So, I don't think he just straight up got beat out. That was kind of a different situation. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's too – it's different. I, I really think – I mean, and if you take away his basically lost year at Jacksonville, what was the last thing he did? He beat, yeah. the, he beat a really good Bears team at Soldier Field to move on to the second round of the playoffs and lost to the Saints, who were really good that year. Yeah, he had a really good run. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not even the Super Bowl run, just that next run. Like, it wasn't like a flash in a pan. I mean, it was was a short run. Exactly. So, it's not – I mean, it's still just a two-year sample size, but it's not like he just had one magical season. Like, I mean, you're looking at a decent sample size, and everything else has been injury-related. So, Yeah. I think his upside's really high, and I would take him over um, 
anybody but Brady too. I was just curious what you thought. So. And now I know yeah. people. A lot of people say like, oh, you know, he can't. He he only he only plays well with Philly. Well, the thing, the the thing I guess I'm holding on to for hope is that he has, like like Matt Nagy's system with the Bears is basically this exact same system as Doug Peterson's in Philadelphia. And so, in yeah. theory, he should be able to understand the offense and to go on playing just as well. Um, I think some people would re- refute that and say, yeah, well, what about when he was with Kansas City? Um, if I recall, that was for, again, like just one year and he was injured at one point, if I recall. Yeah. And, I don't even remember him playing for Kansas City. So, yeah, he wasn't well, starting much. Because before Kansas City, he was on St. Louis Rams. Yeah, I do remember that. And he was horrible. But I think that was still when um, – was it Jeff Fisher, I think, was still their coach, and he's – Man, that's he, a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's a sucky coach. So, I mean, I, I think – and he's a defensive-minded coach. So, Nick Foles, he might just need that perfect situation, that perfect niche for him to fit. And yeah. I'm, I guess I'm banking on his history with that, that he'll be good for the Bears. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, no matter how good or bad you are as a quarterback, Jeff Fisher was going to go seven and nine every single yeah. year, no matter what you did. Derek All right, Brown. Picks in. Derek Brown. So yeah, he was a big target as far as, I guess, a fan target for the Lions, as far as if you take him or Okuda. I'm surprised Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Simmons didn't go there instead of Brown, actually. Yeah. I, again, listeners, I'm still kind of getting new to college football. But I've, I've heard of Isaiah Simmons and not of Derek Brown, actually. So where is Simmons yeah. from? Where did he play? Clemson. Okay. And he was – Yeah. And I mentioned Brown in our preview – or Isaiah Simmons, our preview episode, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's such a great athlete. He's probably the most – I think he is the most athletic player in the draft. Um, but he's kind of a positionless, maybe safety, blitzing linebacker hybrid – so if you don't think you have the scheme and the coaching to take advantage of that, yeah, it's kind of a high ceiling, low floor kind of pick based on fit. How about so maybe? Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. It's, it's really fascinating, to be honest with you, that there hasn't been a Clemson player chosen yet, and we're on pick eight now. That is one thing that's interesting. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence next year is probably going to be the first overall pick. Right. But when you look at just recruiting, because I actually do look a lot at recruiting classes and rankings and all that for college football and well, Clemson actually, special. <laughs> as an expert, <laughs> no, uh, they actually don't recruit that much better than, I don't know, some crappy team, say Michigan, but like they're, they're recruiting, <laughs> the recruiting classes aren't, aren't like phenomenal. They're, okay. they don't recruit, they don't even recruit at the level of like Georgia or Ohio State or Alabama, obviously. So with them, it's a lot of its coaching and development, which that's the thing with Simmons is Clemson, even though they don't have great recruiting classes, they do have probably the best coaching staff, I'd say, right now in football, in college football. Okay. Um, so how much of oh, that yeah. was them I mean, taking advantage of him by Dabo a great Sweeney. scheme? You know? yeah. Dabo Swinney is he, – he's a great coach. So He's I mean, a monster, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, how much of that is he's a great athlete, but he's kind of scheme-dependent, and if he's right. scheme-dependent and came from somewhere with a great coach, is the next guy going to be able to get that out of him? So he's a kind of kind of the two-a defense, in my mind, like really high upside but risky. Interesting. So, But I think Derek Brown 
he's very safe, but he's not going to be a dominant. He's not going to be like Aaron Donald or Sue or like some other dominant D tackle. Cards from what I, by the way, sorry. Oh, I see it. Yeah, nice. So, but from what I've seen, he's not a great pass rusher. And defensive tackles are like, I get it's important to stop the run, but I I would hate to draft a player in the top seven or eight who's probably not even going to be in the game on third down. You know, that's (laughs) that's true. If you're not a pass rushing defensive tackle, I mean, you're you're pretty limited. Um, So it's almost like corner. It's kind of a position that I think you're just not going to get the value. I think if you're picking a defensive lineman really high he needs to be a pass rusher so i wasn't i'd rather have okuda basically than brown <laughs> so that's what, that's that's the bright side so you feel good now <laughs> yeah that's my silver lining <laughs> which we've talked, we've hey, save that for later okay my fault. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah you can so, have your silver um, lining whenever shane we'll welcome your positivity thank you yeah you should just be glad you're getting any positivity after a detroit lions draft <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Hey, um, I have a question. If the Lions had yeah. all 32 picks in the first round, do you think they'd still mess it up? I think if we've had all 32 picks in the first round, we still wouldn't be able to field a team that could finish <laughs> above third in the division next year. <laughs> what, if the Lions, yeah, what if the Lions had the first 53 picks so they could fill their entire roster in, in a draft? They still- <laughs> yeah. We'd go four, four wins next year probably. That's an interesting question, though. I wonder – from a coaching perspective, that would be a nightmare, obviously, to try to start from yeah. scratch, you know. But I wonder how a team like that would do for a season. There in the it NFL. is. Isaiah Simmons. There he goes. Yeah. Yeah. So right here, as a Lions fan, this is where I wanted to be picking in these picks. You just saw two people. Okuda would have probably went before either of them. Uh-huh. But you see kind of Okuda, Simmons, and Brown, all three kind of going to this range. Man, and that's I- where the Lions could have been picking one of those three guys. I feel like, man, I don't know. I feel like Simmons could be really good. Oh, he absolutely can be. He could be a bust, but he could be really good. Um, huh. hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I'm really interested in the Cardinals, too, because they've, they've got young talent. Yeah, Obviously, Kyler Murray is great um, or has the potential to be great. They could be uh, yeah, they a have, fast um, rising team. They have a – I'm trying to remember his name, but they have a young wide receiver who last year was playing really well opposite of Fitzgerald, who's obviously yeah. really old. I can't remember the name either, but, yeah, he's going to be a – he'll be a wide receiver one for sure. Right. So, yeah, you've got some good pieces there. Um, well, and Arizona's – yeah. I know oh, a lot God. of people made fun of Arizona for, uh, like, getting Cliff Kingsbury, but, I mean, if his, if his scheme works <laughs> yeah. from Kyler Murray, yeah. then there's no shame in hiring him. No. If it's a good fit, it's a good fit. Yep. And they, they're they a team I kind of forget about a lot. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I feel like they could be kind of like when they had Kurt Warner and Fitzgerald and kind of went on that run where they were really good for a little bit and then fell yep. off. You know, I could see them Those having a quick rise to that. Those teams were They fun. were. I really – yeah. I wanted them to beat the Steelers so bad in the <laughs> Super Bowl. But yeah. Oh, me too. Well, that was part one of our NFL draft live reaction. Tune into our next episode to pick back up where we left off.